It's DTS 138, and it looks like next week Deej is bringing with him a roadmap. Supremacy is returning, and more changes to the Crucible. Sidearm fixes on the way. Listening to Destiny the Show. What is good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. As always, my awesome co host Diddy is here today with me, BBK Dragoon. What is up, Diddy? How was your week? Man, my week was, uh, was good. Work is getting better. Hopefully, going to be easier uh, moving forward in the next couple of weeks or month or so. That's that's going to be awesome. Um, working towards my next uh, network expert certification as well for that. So that's going to be busy, busy, but easier after that. And uh, I've been enjoying some Crucible. I've been playing some Clash last week. I up, uh, recorded and uploaded a couple live game commentaries on the YouTube channel, uh, just doing different loadouts, different weapons testing their effectiveness in the current PvP meta crucible mush that it is right now. So I'm having a lot of fun, actually. What are you mainly testing? Um, well, I, I did one game with each uh, archetype of weapon that was buffed. So I had the high-impact pulse rifles and auto rifles. I've uh, been using the No Land Beyond and sidearm combo. And uh, testing the Hawksaw tier pulse rifle as well, that seems to be... Very good again. I mean, it was always very good, but now it's like, yeah, this feels the most comfortable to me right now. Um, again, you know, it seems like we're going back to that. Um, I, I've been noticing I tried to use a special lamp, special weapon, fusion rifle or sniper rifle um, most of the time. And I didn't really notice the change, like my play style for special ammo since the changes hasn't really affected me that much in terms of how I go around my map and everything. Dude, Saladin's Vigil is exceptional right now. Since you don't really have to worry about people charging in with shotguns as often, I have been loving that weapon to death, dude. A lot of messenger play. I think the messenger is in 6v6 on the larger maps, the best pulse rifle in the game. However, a good Hawksaw, Soros PDX-45 is very strong. Blind Perdition is still very strong. Palindrome, IS Luna, and Hawkmoon are just awesome too. And I've not been playing Trials or 3s. I don't know what to think about Special and Trials or 3s. I've heard so many mixed opinions from listeners and from people watching the videos that some people are really upset about 3s and just how Trials is playing out right now. But in the weekly update, we've got information coming about No Land Beyond changes, sidearm fixes, they're looking at memory of Scory, and I actually think the idea that they have for the change for Scory is pretty good. Like, it preserves its value in PvE, yet sort of nerfs the annoying side of its playstyle in the defensive trials these situations, which I thought was pretty cool. And we also are probably getting a roadmap, it sounds like, next week from Deej about what's coming to us in March. So why don't we hop into the news? News! 
All right, let's hop into the weekly update. The big news here is Josh Hamrick is back, and this guy has been exceptionally vocal on Twitter, communicating with plenty of people about the changes to the sandbox over the last couple of weeks. Not only are we going to see the health regen rollbacks that we talked all about in last week's show, but they're fixing sidearms. They're going to make their best attempt to do so. So in their ideal hotfix coming down the road, and all these changes are subject to uh, adapt and modify, they're going to try and have you spawn in with a base set of ammo on your sidearm, but it's not going to stack. So previously, like right now in the Crucible, if you have a sidearm, you grab a special and you die, you preserve that special ammo. So it leads to people having just tons of special ammo for their sidearms. But their new approach is that you're going to spawn in with a small set amount. That's what they say, a small set amount of ammo it's not going to stack. You're not going to preserve any ammo from death if you pick up a crate before dying. So this is going to force you to actually move yourself to an ammo crate if you want to be a very heavy sidearm player. Did I summarize that well, Diddy? Yeah. So basically think of it like we're going to spawn in with one and a half clips. Yeah. Say I get one or two clips from a special ammo crate and then I die. I'm going to lose that bonus ammo, but I'm still going to have that one and a half clips. Uh, when I respawn, I don't know how it's gonna like. I don't know how it's gonna work if I uh, use a bunch of my sidearm ammo and I have like three bullets left and then I die. Do I respawn with those three bullets or do no, I no, no? You'll respawn with clips? the base one and a yes. half clips. It's always okay. that base amount. All right, exactly. So that's I think that's a really good change. You know, it's not you can't use a sidearm as a primary weapon right anymore. Kind of, you're still gonna have to be searching for those special ammo crates and fighting for them. You know, in my play tests this past week, I've noticed, yeah, special ammo spawns all the time now. When I respawn, I can find a crate that's respawning in a couple seconds but I'm going to have to contest it. You know, there's going to be enemies nearby going for that special ammo as well. So this is actually going to help. I think, you know, having the sidearms under a little bit more control, it's going to be nice. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they should have stacked to where people can run around with them as their primary. You'll still (laughs) see like them being used often because you spawn in with some ammo for it. I think it's just a natural transition to sidearms because... For the longest time, special weapons ruled the roost of Destiny, and immediately 2502 takes it away if you die. So people scramble to a weapon that's going to award them special ammo without them having to run to the crates. Now, the memory of Scory change, I really like this idea. So in their head, the change currently in testing requires a kill to jumpstart Scory's unique ability for the next minute. Once it times out, you'll need another kill to jumpstart it again. They think that it's pretty easy in PvE to get a kill every 60 seconds, but in Trials, that offers a greater challenge. So essentially, you can't have that one guy with the super hanging in the back charging up his teammates. If they're not getting kills every 60 seconds, the proc of Scory isn't going to go off. I think that was a very creative way to address the problem of, hey, we don't really want to hurt this in PvE. But at the same time, how can we curb this in Trials? Well, first off, I really like how they've addressed memory scoring for both PvP and PvE. You know, they're they're keeping that, those communities in mind. Um, but it's interesting how they came about the 60-second cooldown for memory of scoring, the activation time. Um, with the recent reduction in the time limit for Trials rounds, um, I don't know if it really fixes the issue for Trials. But then again, I'm not the PvP player here. <laughs> on the podcast, but uh, it's it's interesting, you know, because that round limit and that memory of scory time frame are are closer now. I think you're totally right with the reduced round time of elimination after two five oh two. Time will tell if this change is very effective. I think that 
it's just great, like you said, that they thought of both camps, PvP and PvE. Truth, dude, it's getting a rocket back. They felt so bad for it. They're like, hey, let's just give you one of those back. It went from <laughs> three prior to the patch down to one. Now they're going to bring it up to two. And then they're also thinking about increasing the reload speed to the max rocket launcher reload speed possible. Yay! Truth well, they're saying used. looking into adding one additional rocket into your backpack. So I think yeah, yeah, the yeah. I think it's still going to be one, and then you have to reload. It's not going to be two in the clip. Um, so you're just going to get just that extra rocket in your backpack. But the faster reload is definitely helpful. Mm-hmm. No land beyond is collateral damage of this Ugh. patch. I really didn't want to see this thing get touched dude it was beautiful i loved when the flinch was so ridiculous that the guns pointed at the sky yet the bullet still shoots the person in front of you so yeah they're they're looking at bringing the no land beyond flinch um into balance like the other sniper rifles if you don't know right now no land beyond even if the gun model is getting flinched super heavily you can fire through it fairly easily and it looks like they're gonna try and take that away from our good old one shot gun diddy what do you think about this i mean this is a change entirely um it happened because of 2502 right it was yeah. uh, a catalyst or result to the fact that hey nlb is really good with the sidearm in trials and then the popularity spikes huge yeah and i mentioned this in one of my personal channel videos that the no land sidearm combo is really great because one it's a sniper rifle that always has ammo and your sidearm can basically act as a primary because it never loses ammo as well. But now they're both being hit. I don't really like this change. I think the fact that No Land Beyond doesn't flinch, a lot of people don't know that, right? Only people who check Reddit and YouTube are going to know that. And that's not a large population. <laughs> um, that being said, I, as the disclaimer, I mainly use No Land Beyond now in PvP, so of course I'm going to be a little bit uh, irritated that they're they're changing this. I think now it's going to really separate the good No Land Beyond players from the great ones because now it just acts like a normal sniper rifle. Yes, of course you always have have ammo for it, but uh, being able to maintain or control that flinch uh, is definitely going to be the deciding factor of, of the skill gap, I guess. I think if they maybe added the unflinching inherent perk for this snipe for this exotic weapon, I think that would be okay because it just reduces the amount of flinch and doesn't give you 100% of the flinch. I don't know. I just don't really like this change because I didn't think it was needed. <laughs> I have one hope. One hope with this. Please don't let it break flinch on other weapon classes. Because when yes. the way they word it here makes it sound like they're trying to find a potential workaround for making just the NLB flinch act like sniper rifles. Since it's in the primary slot, does it behave differently? And we've seen with previous updates with 2502, the health regen stuff, that there is some changes unintended that occur because of this. So I just hope we don't have... All right, we fixed Olambion, but we completely <laughs> messed up flinch for a lot of other weapons. Kind of we'll like have the, to roll uh, that back. Yeah. <laughs> Blink. Blink has seen a lot of nerfs over the years. If you guys didn't play PvP in year one, oh my goodness, Blink was exceptional there for quite the time. You could but triple Blink. It was nice. It was nice back then. However, they're rolling back a change that happened a long time ago. They're looking at removing the old recovery nerf for Blink entirely, and they're also looking to reduce the amount of time that your HUD disappears while using Blink. Blink usage went down the drain for a lot of players come 
year two, year three. So it looks like they're trying to give some incentive for people to use this and make it a more diverse part of their kit. And those are all the changes that we're looking at. We don't know when these are going to go live. The health regen perk update is being tested right now. We talked about that all in last week's show. If you guys have any questions or feedback about this, you should tweet Josh Hamrick on Twitter. He has been exceptionally active, replying to a lot of people and one of the most vocal and transparent bungee balance designers that I think we've seen during our first three years of Destiny. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I've got to say, I've ad- admired Josh Hamrick this last couple weeks, ever since the uh, the initial live stream talking about the changes. He could have gone off the deep end and gone silent, like after the Luke Smith fiasco of, yeah, you're going to buy it anyways, so I don't care. <laughs> Throwing money at the um, screen. <laughs> and he could have gone silent. He could have gone the other way and just started arguing with people over Twitter. But no, he's been very positive and be like, thank you for being passionate. We're working on these changes. I know we've made mistakes before. We're working on how to improve the experience. And I've been, great job. Congratulations, you've earned respect for me. Iron Banner is back Tuesday, February 28th. So by the time you're probably listening to this, it's live. They're selling the sniper rifle and the good old lingering song hand cannon. And it's supremacy this time around. The first supremacy Iron Banner where shotguns are probably not going to be the biggest complaint that everybody has because it's 2502. Looking forward to trying it out this week and seeing what... You know, supremacy you actually talked about, I think, Diddy, the very first week 2502 came out. You said it was a lot better because of the lack of shotguns. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, supremacy, you have to collect the crests, right? And shotgun is very obviously going to be, or was very obviously going to be the best solution because you're right there. I'm just going to reach down and pick up the crest or run over it because I'm right there. But now we got sidearms, we got fusions, we got sniper rifles. No Land Beyond is going to be, uh, I'm still going to use it. So it's going to be interesting to see how I pick up the crest. going to rely on my teammates a little bit more. But it's actually, it's going to be quite interesting how people handle it this time around. Maybe they're still going to use shotguns because technically it's the best weapon for the job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they've got the headpiece and the boots, if you guys still need the to go after The boots look so good for the hunter. Oh, my goodness. The chainmail. Nice. Yeah, a lot of the, the Iron Banner gear just looks very sexy. At the very bottom of the weekly update, this was written by Cosmo. So Deej has been traveling about. He's been off and away, and he's coming back stateside for the next weekly update this Thursday. And Cosmo says here, and I quote, Maybe he will even draw up a roadmap of what to expect in the month of March. Yes, this is where you can make jokes about how we're hinting at future updates about future updates. We don't mind. We're just excited to get you the information. Till then, you can find me in Iron Banner, end quote. So it looks like when Deej gets back this next week, we're going to hear what's coming in the month of March. I saw the speculation train go wild. People saying, (laughs) March DLC, March update, March raid refresh. I don't think it's anything like that. I think March is going to be probably the month where we learn information about an April or May update similar to last year's April update. What do you think, Diddy? Yes, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> we, uh, at least until next TWAB coming out this Thursday. Um, so roadmap, that's what March is going to be. April and May potential updates. And then, of course, we have E3 launching in June with uh, some rumors. Mm -hmm. And probably, before we jump into the rumors about the E3 booth booking stuff, 
I'm thinking that March might bring with it some live streams talking about the next update. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the update's arriving in March. We're going to have three or four weeks of drawn-out hype to <laughs> string bean together for the ultimately probably disappointing spring update that we're going to receive, or rather, I, I hope for the best, man, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be 12 or 14 weeks worth of content, I doubt. I would love to be silenced to be proven wrong. So E3 stuff, Diddy, you were just hinting at that. What are we talking about? So E3 is the weekend of... It's like June 14th or June 12th or something? June 14th through the 16th. Mm-hmm. And uh, the E3 2017 floor plans were revealed, and it confirms that the Activision will have a fairly large booth this year. Yes, and they did not have a booth last year. So everybody is speculating Ooh. Destiny 2 has to be shown off there, right? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I mean, Activision is such a large publisher. They have Call of Duty. They have Activision Blizzard things as well. They, of course, have Destiny. They have their mobile games. And uh, it would be interesting if Destiny was not there. But it's, Destiny 2 is confirmed to be this year still from the Activision press uh phone calls earnings or, uh, earnings, calls. earnings calls. Investor. excuse me yep. thank you <laughs> and it would not make sense if destiny 2 was not at e3 this year yeah they have a pretty big stock buyback program that i've been looking at it's like one billion dollar stock buybacks over two years which is basically where the company thinks their stocks are undervalued so they buy their own stocks to make it look more desirable just it's ridiculous when you start looking at the amount of money that Activision Blizzard now has, especially after they acquired King, the people who build Candy Crush and Bubble Witch and stuff like that. Man, mobile gaming is terrifying. But I think you're right. I got off on a little side tangent there. E3 is where the inaugural Destiny reveal is going to happen, I think, for Destiny 2 or whatever the heck it's going to be. I think E3 is that place. I don't think we're going to see any sort of trailers or leaks or stuff big time or images before then. But after that point, full-on press hype train for the rest of the summer until like September, October. Just Number one wish for Destiny 2. Don't have a 2 in the title. <laughs> really? Why does that I just you? I think really? the numbers are so tacky. Like, Destiny, but how do you communicate to somebody? Awesome. Just, then just say it's a full-fledged sequel. It's not an expansion like Rise of Iron, Taken King, or any of that crap. Uh, Destiny 2, The Awakening, or time to explain or something like that <laughs> no, no no destiny the awakening and it's a picture of the traveler or something that would be super <laughs> hype but just not the number two i just think that's so tacky the destiny strikes back destiny <laughs> get woke. return of the traveler <laughs> yeah oh boy if you guys have some good parody ideas for destiny titles we'd love to hear about it on our twitter at destiny the show all right to wrap up today's show we are going to look at something that was found like 10 or 15 days ago, but it's resurfaced on Reddit multiple times. We talked about the leaked Vex cinematics that weren't really leaked. It was from the Prologue Film Showreel. These are the guys who build all the cinematics for Destiny, and there were a couple of shots of Vex cutscenes that we'd never seen in-game before. One of those shots in particular had a weird-looking web concrete structure behind one of the Vex characters. And... Somebody found that spot in-game. It's up in the skybox above the Citadel. It was added after the Taken King. And DJXYZ0, a guy who's made a lot of map breaks and cool out-of-map tutorials, showed off this space. It's like, yeah, this is the spot from the trailer. And so this rumor has resurfaced on Reddit from multiple posters, not all of them giving credit to DJXYZ0. Uh, 
the way I think that they probably should, saying, oh my goodness, look, new Vex DLC found in the sky. It's definitely coming this spring. And maybe it is, but it probably isn't. It was just probably an area that never got usage during Destiny 1. That's my two cents. What do you think, Diddy? Yeah, I'll agree. It's uh, probably just not going to be used yet. Of course, we haven't had the March or the roadmap from the March updates that's coming out, supposedly. <laughs> like we said, I, uh, yeah, give credit where credit is due. And I'm not going to make too much out of this. I'm not going to overhype myself because I know I'm ex- not expecting like brand new Vex content before Destiny 2. Uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I can see if I were to put you on the spot. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I was going to interrupt and just ask there. If I were to put you on the spot, what do you think the spring update is? Is it a raid refresh for you? Is it some sort of reskin like Challenge of Elders? For me, it would be refresh of all endgame content. Every piece of Destiny drops endgame 400 light level loot. That would just be amazing to me. I'm specifically thinking raids, Challenge of Elders, Prison of Elders, the Skolas fight, Crota's End. Um, vault of glass that's what it's called of course and (laughs) just the the end game content that the content that was created specifically for end game no matter which expansion it was dropping 400 light level gear just because it'd be if they are doing a total refresh or revamp of destiny 2 then just give us everything let's do it i'm gonna be way more pessimistic because i want to believe they're going to do a raid fresh. I want that so <laughs> badly. But I don't think the live team has the capabilities to do that. I just don't think... We've not seen any live events produce significant additions in PvE content. I love strike scoring. I've enjoyed some of the new strikes that they've added over like the last year and a half. I just can't see them, dude, going in and retooling or doing some sort of uh, update to the raids to where you could go back through Vault of Glass and have those enemies be at a light level that's challenging to you. I would love for that to happen, but more realistically, I see some sort of PvP event. I hate to say that. I think... Ah, Sparrow Racing League coming back? Yeah, not yeah, something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? It, they seem like PvP events are a lot more executable for them. Who knows, though? I would love to be proven wrong. Just celebrate players' time. That's what would bring Destiny 1 to a beautiful close to me, is some sort of celebration and remembrance commemorating the time that people have spent. Pull all the nostalgia strings that you can, Bungie. Drop all the old gear and emblems and shaders and stuff that'll just make people go, Oh, man, I really love my time with this game. My hype is off the charts. So that world was my events. horrible answer. <laughs> like public events, world events, put strike but I want to see Fogoth in uh, the, the Plaguelands. Do that. Just, yeah, crazy stuff like that. You want to Dude, ride Fogoth through the Plaguelands. Fogoth coming out of like a magma Fogoth near Archon's mm. Forge. He's just yes. covered and he throws, he spits Bro. fire at you. Oh my goodness. We need to be designers. We really missed our calling in life, man. <laughs> Let's make our own game. Oh, totally. It's just as easy as we make it out to be as we complain each week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's absolutely. like these engineers who are just crying anytime <laughs> we come up with these ideas. Like, you have no idea what the code of this game looks like. It's a mess. It's a complete mess. That's going to do it for DTS 138. Thank you all for listening. Diddy, where can people find your content? 
youtube.com slash whooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S, with practically daily live game commentaries, and twitter.com slash diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S. For all the links from today and more, head to our website, destinytheshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Destiny the Show, and give us those Destiny 2 funny title ideas. You can follow me, at BBK Dragoon, on both YouTube and Twitter. And if you want to talk with us throughout the week, join our awesome community on Discord, discord.me slash destinytheshow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.